episode number 10 of the Baggy Tights podcast. We're in double digits and we're excited you're here. Uh, it's your hosts, Levi and Nate. Nate, how's your week, man? Well, had a good week, had an active week, got out, got our uh, first first rounds of tennis in this spring, That's right. so that was nice. Uh, you and I played together on the old court, so mm-hmm. that felt good. That's always like a positive thing for us every year. I think they they had the nets up earlier this year. I think so, yeah. Yeah, a so co- it was a nice. COVID special. Yeah, it was nice to be able to get out there earlier in the year and uh, get that. I, I think they like knew that we needed it. Yeah. So that uh, sure. felt good. How was your week, though? Yeah, had a good week. Good week. Yeah, enjoyed tennis and getting outside a little bit. We've had beautiful weather here. I don't know where you guys are listening from today, but we've had awesome weather. Today's not the best, but other than that, this week's been awesome. So how'd you feel out there at the tennis court? Do you feel pretty good? Come back to you pretty pretty, uh, pretty naturally? Yeah, I felt good. I actually had a little bit of a little bit of sunburn the next day. I had a <laughs> little too. sun I on my surprised. face. I was like, oh, I haven't seen the sun in a while. But yeah, no, I felt pretty good. I uh, Good enough to beat me. So. <laughs> <laughs> shake, shake off a little rust. They're pretty good games. We had a lot of deuces and stuff towards the yeah. end. But uh, We always end on a deuce. We always That sounds terrible. We always end on a deuce. <laughs> but we do. We always end up yeah. tied the up. The final game lasts like 25 minutes. That's, it's always if so it doesn't, then we got to play another one. That's, yeah. that's how we that's how we. Every roll. year, though, we always like... We always kind of pick up where we left off, yeah. and then by the end of the summer, we're better than we were. So we keep improving and getting better. So that's the positive part. The funny thing is, we we have such different like strengths and weaknesses because mm-hmm. my serve is inconsistent, but I think my at my peak my serve is a little better than yours. Yeah. But your four like forehand and returns are a lot better than mine. But yeah, I'm better back, on my backhand. Yeah, your backhand's better. Yeah, but the forehand's kind of more. Well, it's, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think your first return off the server is better than mine for sure. Maybe, yeah. yeah but it's probably so. because it's. It is like easier to have a better return when the serve's decent. Like you know what I <laughs> That's mean? That's true. Yeah, it's like yeah. almost easier to bring it over a little quicker. But. Oh, too. When we were playing, it was like a, it doesn't seem windy ever, and then you show up at the oh. tennis court, and it's like twenty miles an hour windier over at the tennis yeah, court. It's crazy. But it's crazy how much a little bit of wind effects like. On the one side, you could hit it like as hard as you could, and it would stay. On the other side, you touch it, and it flew out of bounds. So yeah. we had some elements to deal with on. Uh, on I'm having to adjust play. my game too because you're so much quicker now. You're so much lighter on your feet. You're getting to those balls that you wouldn't hey, have gotten to right last on. summer, the year before. So feeling good out there, feeling good. Yeah, adding that to your game. Yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah, this week was awesome. Uh, I've talked about this before, but alone I do a lot of walking. There's a trail right by our house. And uh, there's times in the winter where it felt like we were the only ones out there, man. Like we're trudging through the snow and ice, trying not to fall. But it's crazy this week, man. Everybody came out. It was awesome. And it kind of defrosted my love for people watching. Because there's just people everywhere. Uh, We had a couple funny things happen to us. The one day we were walking the trail and uh, we hear this bike come up behind us. And he starts ringing a bell. And it's like, ding. Bring, 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 and he starts ringing like crap. Bring, 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 bring. And then he passes. That's this dad with his little kid on, like a. He's on this little seat, so he's sitting right in front of him on the bike. Oh, okay. And so the kid's ringing the the oh. bell, and he's just ringing and ringing. <laughs> and then as he drives past, you hear the dad. He's like, "All right, okay, okay, this is good. Okay, all right, stop." And he's like yelling at his kid, just riding the bike. Oh. So we were dying. And then that same day, we're walking back on the way home. And there's like this, there's like this 15 year old teenage girl and her mom going on a walk together, and the mom's like, I got a spring in her step. She's all happy, and the 15 year old girl just has this miserable look. And the mom, we get closer. The mom has a shirt on that says, "I'm with him," and an arrow pointing to her daughter. What? 
It's like one of those like I'm with stupid shirts. Oh, so, like, okay, yeah, it, yeah. it was pink, so I almost think like her and her husband had matching ones. But she had it on, and she's just walking with her teenage daughter. Her teenage daughter just looked ticked. It was so good. Oh. She's just miserable. You know, her mom was like, "All right, time for our family yeah, walk." You have to go out <laughs> exactly, this year. and she's just walking along. I'm with him. Oh, that reminds <laughs> me. One time when we were younger, we um it was in the summer, and we were all going on like a bike ride. I was probably like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Or not even, I was probably like five and then like Kayla was probably like seven. And then Al was like, she was like in one of those like seats that they put on the back of a bike yeah, yeah, yeah. that like the babies sit in. Mm-hmm. And my mom was on that one and we were biking um, from our house to Pizza Hut. We were going to go to Pizza Hut for okay. lunch. And we were the one, going. The one in here in town. Like on t- okay. Yeah. But this is like when we live next to the church. Right. So we're going and I had like a water bottle on my bike uh-huh. and we're like on the side of like uh Talbot, like a busy road in mm-hmm. town and my water bottle like fell out on my bike. So I like slam on my brakes to like grab my water bottle, but I didn't realize like my mom was behind me <laughs> on the bike. So she freaking locks up her brakes and just goes like head first over her bike, just launches her. Oh, and like Allison's in the Al's in the back, like in that little baby seat, and just like tips over on the side. And I didn't even know. I just picked up my water bottle. I was like, I got it! Like in the middle of the road. My mom's just like on the side of the road with all this road burn. Al's on the side and I was like, Dang, what are you doing? It was like a traumatic experience. But. When I was like between the ages of 10 and 12, I did a ton of biking. It was just like tons and tons of it. I still credit that to my uh, overdeveloped calf muscles. <laughs> <laughs> but my sister Hannah and I used to bike everywhere, like all the time. And the one time we were biking, we grew up in Hamilton, like close to Upper James. There's like a really busy street. Mm-hmm. We're biking down Upper, Upper James. We're on their way home. And we're coming across Talese. If anyone from Hamilton's listening, we're coming across. And there's a, there's like a, there's like a, um, like a, a driveway coming out of the strip plaza kind of thing oh. back onto the, the main road. So there's cars turning right and there's a car waiting to turn left in the same thing. And I'm coming. And so there's a car turning right and he's, he's there and it's a bigger car. So I can't see what's happening in the next lane. So he's waiting for me. I'm driving my bike across this, uh, like this driveway. And as I drive across, a car pulls out to turn left. <laughs> and so the car doesn't hit me. I hit the side of the car. Oh. So my bike tire goes right into the front right tire, like the, the driver's door, or sorry, the passenger side tire oh. of the car. And I was probably like 12, but I was a big 12-year-old. I was right. probably like 5'11", like 185 yeah. pounds. And I went, same thing, over the handles and my body, I went flying across the hood of the car <laughs> and put a big dent in the hood and like, like right out in front of the windshield no and then rolled way. off the other side of the car. Oh. And so they were like, oh, they're screaming. Yeah. And the like both of them, driver and pastor, hop, pop out. And the there's a husband and wife, and the wife is freaking out. And I popped out like I right. just, oh, I'm good. Yeah. And she's looking at me over. She's like, oh my goodness, I'm a nurse, I'm a nurse. <laughs> oh, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm fine. She goes over. She's like, oh, oh. she's all like breathing. <laughs> at me. Like, Can I please give you a hug? I yeah. was like, sure. <laughs> then she gives me a hug, and we go on our way. But my handlebars are so, oh, so just bad. completely bent. So to drive straight, my handlebars were like at a <laughs> crazy cranked angle the whole way home. Oh man, oh, man. that'd be scary now like having your license if that happened to you oh someone just flying across your that that exact thing happened to my mom too when we're we're all in the car and same thing on talbot (laughs) we're going and this guy's riding his bike on the sidewalk and he has his briefcase and and he's holding (laughs) a brief yeah he's holding a briefcase in his left hand and has his hand on the handlebar and his like hand slips off the handlebar (laughs) and he like dropped his briefcase and it like pulled him onto the road (laughs) and we're he was like right alongside of us so his face i was in the front passenger seat his face smashed against 
the the window like the passenger oh. side window like right next to me oh, and and he goes like flying off of his bike and my mom's like oh my goodness oh my god slams on the brake she's like freaking out like instant tears the guy pops up he's like i'm fine i'm fine jumps on his bike takes off like gone and my mom's like shaking so she gets home and uh she tells my dad and he's like did did you get his number did you get his name and number and I was like, no, no, he took off. I'm, I was just glad he's okay. And my dad's like, no, because he broke our mirror. He broke the side mirror. He needs to pay for it. He was like, dick, because he snapped off the, the mirror on the side That's of the car. So but I just remember his face just smacking up against the side of the passenger window. When we were teenagers and I was first dating Aloma, uh, her friend got her first, I think it was her first car. And it was like a smaller car. And I forget what, but it was, it was like a Sunday after church or something, we're hanging out and this, she had this car. I think I was making fun of, of the size of the car or whatever. Mm. So I was like being a hot dog, a show off. So I, I ran up and I jumped up and like jump, in one jump, like sat on the top of the car, mm-hmm. like on, not on the hood, but like the actual right. top the of the car. Yeah. And, uh, so like I did it or whatever. So it's calf muscles. Again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> overdeveloped. So, um, and then I don't know why, but someone, I think someone told me to, or like, Maybe I just did it again. Anyways, I did it a second time. For the second time, I jumped a little bit too far to the middle, not oh. like on the frame of the door. Right. And I put a butt print, like a just <laughs> double cheek, huge print, like, boom, and the uh. whole roof sunk oh. in. Sunroof. And, and it wouldn't pop open. Oh. So I had to go over to her house that afternoon and like get on the back seat on my back and use my legs <laughs> to push, push the roof up. back up. Oh, my oh, God. Man. That's hilarious. Learned my lesson on that one. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, I always wanted to like get good on like BMX bikes and stuff like that. Were you like big into it or? No, I was just yeah. more like, we just like had a mountain bikes and yeah. stuff like that. I always tried, but I was like a little too much of a pansy. <laughs> yeah. I remember we'd go to, there was an indoor skate park in town where you could go and they had like half pipes and stuff like that. And we like always try to take our, it was like so scary. I like oh, no. would force myself to do it, but there's like foam pits and stuff too, but it was, it was traumatizing. Did you ever rollerblade when you were a kid? No. So I, I used to love rollerblading too. There was a, a TB McQuestin Park was this a place that, <laughs> I don't know why I remember that, but they had this loop and we'd go and the rollerblade it. And then close to our house, we had this street. It was a hill. And at the top of the hill was a court and it was a dead end. So we'd rollerblade up and then it was called Annabelle. So we'd call it, oh, the thrill of the Annabelle Hill. <laughs> and so we would we'd rollerblade down the hill and it was like awesome. Oh, but me fun. and my sisters always used to do that. I remember one time too, we were out riding bikes. And I'm like so competitive, especially when I was a kid, I was so competitive. <laughs> so it was probably my idea, but I challenged my sister Hannah to a race to see who could get home first. And we we're both on our bikes. And I was having a hard time changing my gears. Like I was in a low gear. So I was just like, oh, I'll just pedal faster. So I was like pedaling, pedaling, pedaling. And my pedals got like too fast for my oh, feet. Yeah, so yeah. they spun around and it sliced the back of my leg, like right by my Achilles. Oh. And I was like dripping blood all down <laughs> in my sock. And I was still trying to get home. I still, I think I still have a scar from it. Really? Yeah, it was like a pretty decent cut. Dang. But good memories yeah that's amazing. it's funny too we're outside and seeing more people outside and even in our neighborhood like people are kind of out doing some spring cleaning and stuff like that and uh last week we recorded and the next day was a weekend and uh saw my neighbor out and uh we are in townhouses so we're all pretty close and my neighbor on the end his name's rick he's he's a little older than the rest of us and he's not old he's older than the rest of us in the you know he's got kids who are teenagers and he just seemed i don't know him super well Rick, if you're listening, you're a great neighbor, but he just seems like the ultimate dad. And the last week in the podcast, we talked about comparison, right? Mm. And Rick's one of those guys, like 
his house and his yard and everything is just perfect. Like his grass is already green. It, it, right. The snow just went April. away. Yeah. His grass is already green. He always washes his vehicles. There's never a little bit of dirt on him. Like he's always washing his cars. And so I always kind of like compare myself to him a little bit. Mm, yeah, like, yeah. come on. How is that always on top of stuff? No joke. Last Saturday, Alum and I are going out and I look over. This man is giving his bicycle a car wash. No. I cannot Just make it detailing up. detailing the two-wheel? Seriously. Rick. His bicycle out, giving it a wash. Oh I'm like, come on, God. Rick. Your car is already clean enough. You got to wash your bike. I'm like, that is a level oh. of dad that I don't think I will ever reach or accomplish. Yeah, I, I remember growing up to one of our neighbors, my buddy's dad, he would like, he would detail his car every saturday like fully wax it like underneath like do the wheels with like a freaking brush and all this stuff and i just remember thinking i was like when i have my own car i'm gonna do that i'm just gonna keep it like pristine right and then i did it for like a month and i was like oh this is like so much work yeah. and i was like i'll just wait till it rains for sure like i don't know yeah just, i guess some people enjoy that is but. there a worse feeling of getting your car washed like paying for you to get your car washed and then it like raining or snowing? Uh, it happens every time too every time every, every time i'll watch the forecast it'll be zero like percent chance of rain i'm like i'll I'll get it washed. And then like that afternoon, it's like torrential oh. downpour. And then they tell you too, like at Canadian Tire, they'll give you 24 or I think maybe even 48 hours. If it rains, you can, you can oh, take really? your ticket back. Oh. I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. At Canadian Tire that if it, if it uh, rains or snows between 40, uh, 48 hours w within your car wash, you can take it back and uh, get another one done for free. I like, I, I, the car I have now, I honestly think I've washed it like four times. It stays pretty clean, like, though. Yeah, I think the color, because it's, like, bright red. And yeah. then just, too, because I lease it, I don't really care about, like, the paint and stuff. Like, right. I'm just, like, I'm giving it back in a year or whatever anyways. So. I found my truck, because it's white, it could get pretty dirty before you notice. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but Aloma's car, it, right away, you can tell. Hers is darker, right? Yeah, the dark blue. It, yeah, especially with all the salt and, like, dirt roads around here and stuff like that. It's oh, brutal. And our neighborhood's been under a ton of construction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be tough. What do you think it is talking about like the nicer weather, seeing people out? What do you think it is about people watching that is just so, so appealing? Like that's one thing I've missed yeah. during COVID so much is people watching. I, Aloma will even tell me, she's like, you need to be more careful. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm just so caught up oh, I love it. in other yeah. people's life and stories. Like yeah. wh why is it? What do you think? I don't know. For me, it's just like entertain. Like people are entertaining. A lot of times I'll do... I'll like commentate in my head of like mm -hmm. what's going on or like yes. I'm doing a voiceover for like their life 100%. or kind of like break down what they're doing. I've also done, I was, when I was younger, I was like obsessed with like Comedy Central roasts. Oh, yeah. So then like, I obviously wouldn't say it out loud, but I would like try to come up with roasts of people. It sounds mean, but I wouldn't say it to them, sure. but I would like come up with like roasts in my head right. of like, if I was doing like a comedy roast, like what I would say about them <laughs> and so that good. type of stuff. It was just like fun and entertaining, but. One of my favorite games is just like seeing somebody or seeing a couple, especially like a couple or a family and then trying to figure out the dynamics. Mm. Like there's a, there's this older group of three that we pass all the time in our neighborhood. They're always going for walks at the same time we are. And we cannot figure out the dynamic because they like <laughs> all walk equal size apart. It's one girl, two guys. We think it's two brothers and then one of the brother's wife, but they don't show any affection. It's been boggling my mind for Never months. Never held hands? No, nothing. no hand held, no hugs, no anything. But we're trying to figure out the dynamics. I'm, I'm a sucker for that. Walk people by, I'm like, what do you think? First date, 10-year anniversary, married, no, not married. You know, like I try to figure out 
what situation in life brought them to the point where I'm intersecting with them right mm. now. I, I think I'm fascinating. I saw this one thing on TikTok and it was like, this person was, people would send them Instagram posts and they had to try to guess if they were siblings or boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> Cause it's like those weird siblings it's that are like scary. way too close. It's so creepy, man. And it's, you have to try to guess like, and sometimes oh. the people dating look a lot alike. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't really get it. Freaky. Like I, I love my sisters and I'm close with them, but it's like, I, I've just never like, it's just so weird. Never, like we never joke dated, about that. never dated him. Yeah, never dated him. <laughs> I've never dated. Him. <laughs> but like we used to like joke about that because we were all there was one semester where we were all at college at the same time, right? And all of my friends like it was the last day, and I was like, "See you guys," and I was like with my family, like they flew out there, and they're like, "See you guys," and they're like, "Who who who's this?" And they're like, I'm like, oh, that's "My sister." They're like, "You've been at school the whole time. <laughs> Your sisters have been here the whole time." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." They're like, I've never seen you talk to them once. <laughs> I was like, I spent my whole life with them. I don't need to like sit and talk with them. Every, right, you know what I mean? Right. But they're just like so shot. Like we're not like, we don't like talk that much or like hang out all the time. Right. But it's just like, we're just like close. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. My sisters and I look, look a lot alike. So my one sister, Hannah and I went to high school together. So we, a lot of people probably knew we were, but same thing. Like we passed each other hall and it was like, a little biker way. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, okay, you still gonna drive me home after school? <laughs> that was a, that was kind of about it. Yeah, we used to always make fun of those like siblings that were just like so weird together, like there was, just way too close. There was some man holding hands. Yeah, weird. Oh yeah, it's way too much. Or even if you're just like sitting there and you have their arm around them or something, like oh uh, yeah, too too much. At college, there was some. Yeah. Like, this makes me uncomfortable. makes me so uncomfortable. Oh yeah, nothing makes me more uncomfy. Do you find though with the with the people watching like it's not as good with the masks on? Like if you go into a place oh, and they have the mask, completely 100%. ruins it. Oh yeah, you can't. You only get like a third of the real estate. Yeah. You get them from nose to eyes. That's yeah. it. You're getting you're getting bridged to eyebrows, especially it's if so they have bad. a hat on. Yeah, it's a perfect time to rob banks. I found too that from the eyes up, I'm completely unattractive. If 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 I'm wearing a mask and I look in the mirror, I'm like, ah, oh, this is disgusting. All your charm is good. yeah, I, my beard. It's my my powers. Totally, I, I know that's what that's, it is. That's though. what I said. I was like, the best feature I have is completely covered by yeah, which is my my beard. Everything is completely covered by a mask. Yeah, all you can see are my eyebrows and two dark circles. That's all you're seeing <laughs> when I walk through. It's just brutal. That I'm guy's like, bags, man. <laughs> <Just mask. laughs> exactly. So it's just rough with the mask. So. Yeah, I love too when you're walking by someone. Like, let's say you're going to like a ball game or something, or even just out, out in the road, and you catch like just a glimpse of their conversation you know yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. one word or two words and you're like what in the world oh, like yeah. what brought them to that point it's so funny i love eavesdropping on people's conversation oh, dude I'm at so, the gym oh. and you just turn down the headphones when you hear a good one you're like what's going on here let me just pause my podcast it's so entertaining i can't get enough of it oh it's like those pranks where the people go by and they're having like the fank fake fake conversations yeah. on the phone and they're just saying the most like absurd things yes for sure do you remember when like do you remember when like uh pranks and stuff were just like taking over youtube like a couple years ago yes it was like that was like such a fun phase i remember i just wanted to get into that so hard you did like, some prank videos. i did a couple yeah. yeah but i don't know they're they're kind of like awkward too is, like, the, is the video we did together still on your youtube it's not on your youtube page is it I don't know. I don't think it is. No, I'm trying to think. That's what, one of my favorite videos, though. I'm trying to think of it's where I. Well, I have it somewhere. Like yeah. it's it's somewhere. I have it on a thumb drive somewhere. <laughs> I don't have a laptop anymore. But oh yeah, that video was great. The Dizzy Dodgeball Challenge. One time, one time we'll have to release that. Yeah. 
That would be yeah, awesome. that was a classic. Some people listening will know what we're talking about. But. I just remember the feeling that you and I had when that one guy. Like, oh, bro. I thought he had a stroke. <laughs> That's the I thought, I'll, give a, I'll give a quick summary so people know what we're talking about. For sure. We're doing, uh, for the, they do this like big youth event at uh, Levi's Church every year. And it's like a dodgeball challenge. And like all these different churches from Ontario, some come from Michigan. And it's a huge dodgeball tournament. It's like a huge event, hundreds of teenagers. And so the one year we were kind of like creating a promo, like entertainment video, uh, we called it the dizzy dodgeball challenge. So basically we, <laughs> we went to the mall yes. one Sunday. That was a legendary part of that yeah. story. I forgot. Yeah. We had a $0 budget. <laughs> yeah. So we went to the mall and we literally went into just random stores and we're like, we do you guys have any mannequins you're like trying to get rid of? We charmed our way into a mannequin. <laughs> literally. Yeah. yeah. From American Eagle, wasn't it? Yes. American Eagle had like a... St- I still have it. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, like a mannequin that was like missing a limb or something like that. <laughs> it was and just like, the bust. They're like, you guys can have it if you want. And we're like, that'd be great. Thank you. So we got this mannequin and we took it to Pinafore Park. And then we had like a broomstick and we set up the mannequin. And then it was basically like a challenge. So you had to spin around for 10 times. 10 times. 10 with, times. With your forehead on the broomstick. Yeah. And then you spun around 10 times and then we'd hand you a dodgeball and you had one throw to try to hit the mannequin. Yep. If you hit the mannequin, we gave you, what, $2 Tim card? Yeah, $2 Tim card. I think so, we got those out of our own pocket. Dude. So lame. Yeah, but like people, you do 10 spins, and they're like trying to throw the ball, and they're wiping out, they're falling over. Yes. And then the last guy, all of them were entertaining, and we are having like funny interactions yep. and like just messing with people the whole time. Everyone was in it like great, great about it. And then the last guy, he did it, and he looked exactly like Mr. Clean, I remember, yes. to a T. I can picture his face like so yeah, vividly. Exactly. I remember, I remember his voice, everything. everything. <laughs> yes, those plaid shorts that were about eight inches too long. And he spun around, and I don't know what happened. Like, he had like, what's that, vertigo? Yeah. Like uh, it's, literally, it was like the world was genuinely spinning. Like, it was bad. But it didn't just... You know when you get really dizzy and it lasts for like a, a second? Like when you stand up too fast? It lasted for like 45 seconds. 45 seconds. And he kept trying to walk, but he could only walk sideways. He was just moving he, his right leg. Yeah, only he, his right leg was He couldn't moving. put one foot in front of the other. He only could move his right leg. And he ended up 40 yards. Easily. Easily. 40 yards away. And I was like, I thought he was having a stroke. Because <laughs> you could see him. his face. He was like scared. And his, he had people with him. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was watching and he was like oh, 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 oh dude i i it was like i we, we broke him he's broken like <laughs> we it, literally could not believe the content we were getting we, we <laughs> yeah. were like are we getting this on camera yeah. i was manning the camera and i'm dying it's like you could do that a hundred times and never get that good no. of a the best part is once he finally like genuinely 45 to seconds to a minute later he mm. caught his balance he ran back to yeah. the spot where he started <laughs> 10 yards from the mannequin, hit it, and was like, woo! Like oh. celebrating as if he had done something amazing. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Oh, that video was legendary. That was so fun that day. And then we did the, we did a trick shot one, too. Yeah. That but. one, the crazy thing about that one is we filmed that one in one night. Yeah. Remember that? We stayed yeah, we up all, all night long and just filmed it. And the ultimate shot was in the morning. And we threw it off the roof. Yeah, off the roof. That was crazy. We nailed that one like 70 yards away. Yeah. And, yeah. and we were wearing baggy tights when we did that video. That's true. It all comes full we circle. We might have to release that photo at some point. Yeah. We would have never known that we were going to start a podcast <laughs> yeah. all these years later. But here we are 10 episodes in. That's right. Yeah. It's crazy. Double digits. Yeah. Do you feel like you've... Uh, you've learned anything or there's anything that like you weren't expecting when we started this because we didn't really prep too much 
No. Like we, <laughs> that we, sounds terrible. We no, did. You're right. No, but I mean, like beforehand, like we we kind of like discussed like roughly, but we didn't yeah. do too much like research or anything like that. No, the main research I did on did was more on like the production side, mm-hmm. like how you know where to host a podcast, that kind of stuff. But as far as the actual kind of vision and content behind the podcast, we just had some conversations, but we didn't really know for sure. I think the coolest thing has been like how much of a community building thing it's been, like how, how people have responded and like stay connected with us. That's been, for me, that's been the the most kind of encouraging and kind of surprising. So I think anything you create, especially you've done more probably like public content creation than I have. So anything you create, there's that little bit of hesitancy. Like, is anyone going to listen to, especially with this podcast, because it's not like, even a YouTube video where you you edit it and then upload it, or like those other videos where we were showing it to people and getting live feedback. Here, it's literally just me and you in our living room. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of sometimes hard to think like, oh, other people are here or listening or would want to listen to this conversation. So the fact that you know a couple hundred people every single week are listening to these conversations that you and have in our living room, engaging with them, relating to them, and then reaching out and letting us know like, hey, I appreciate that conversation or I love that story you told or that reminds me of what I'm going through. Like that's the part for me that's been the coolest thing is that community aspect of the podcast. What about you? I agree. Yeah, I for me too, like you mentioned, like I've I've done quite a bit of like, content creating whether it be like youtube or even like videos on facebook back in the day or now like tiktok like i've been doing it like quite a few years but like podcasting is like a whole another thing because it's like it's such a big like commitment or like such a big ask to have like be like oh here's our podcast episode it's an hour long like it's not like watch this three minute video or tiktok watch this 20 second video like it's not but for people to like actually sit there or like to listen to it while they're on their drive to work or whatever for an hour like i wasn't sure how how it would do definitely so i think it i feel like when people do say they listen to it or enjoy it like it almost means more to me than other not that it it doesn't mean more but it's just like i appreciate it yeah their time because it's like the full i think we may have mentioned that too but but more so than we would in like if you were to do that youtube video or even a tiktok this is not us playing a character, right? Like this is just us having a conversation. So in a TikTok, if you come across a certain way, or if we're filming a YouTube video and we're kind of putting on for the camera for a you know dizzy dodgeball challenge or whatever, you, if people don't like it, you can kind of tell yourself, well, they don't like like the the character I portrayed or the the bit we did or the skit that we made up. But with the mm-hmm. podcast, like it's it's just us, it's our friendship, it's who we are, it's kind of authentic and real. So the fact that people do like it and relate to, it, I think, is more meaningful. And uh, then, then even like something like a TikTok video or whatever. Oh, for sure. Do you, have you found anything like, what, what would you say is the hardest part about it so far or the hardest thing? That's a good question. The, it's, I mean, consistency is yeah, probably a hard thing. It's funny how one. like you and I can hang out and have conversations, but once you turn on a microphone, like something does kind of change in your, your mind and then you're like, Oh, we don't want to talk about that. We've talked about that before, that kind of thing. So just mm-hmm. the consistency of generating content once a week would probably be the thing that we didn't think would be difficult. But even after a few weeks, it starts to get more difficult. Yeah. yeah. Especially too, like, it's like a lot of podcasts will have guests on and stuff like that where they can like basically interview them and sure. then you have whole new that. But when it's just us, that's the hardest thing for me too is though, like I, 
I, I don't know why I just completely, I'm like, I have no idea what we talked about last week's podcast. <laughs> like I have absolutely no idea. I have no idea what stories I told. I have no idea what I said. So I don't want to like keep repeating myself. I wasn't going to say anything, but you told the same story. <laughs> yeah, you told that bike story three times now. <laughs> no, but it's weird. Like I, yeah. I just completely forget. So I kind of like have to be cautious of it. But yeah, for sure. I've enjoyed it so far though. Me too. And uh, I, I've been encouraged with the feedback. So. Yeah. And it's not to say that we won't do some, uh, some guests. Yeah. In the future, like we're looking to, to do some different stuff. We've done a Q&A. We'll probably do another one of those soon and, and looking over the summer, hopefully, uh, to have some other guests on. It's been hard. We want to have guests in person, like as opposed to over Zoom. Sure. So it's been hard with the COVID restrictions to have other people around who aren't, especially aren't from the area. But that's something that we're, we're looking forward to and hopefully will come up on the future of the podcast. So yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah, just to see where, because like as we continue and we kind of find like what we like, what works, what you guys like, what what's fun, then like the podcast will kind of like grow. Like obviously we're just in the first starting stages of it yeah. and we're trying some like different things or trying different format and it's like... I'm excited just to see where it goes, where it grows and yeah. how far we can take it. And two, like we obviously have asked for some, some, you know, questions and stuff for a Q and a, but, um, if you guys have any suggestions of things you'd love to hear us kind of our perspective on or our take on or a conversations you'd like us to have, or, um, even topics or ideas for future podcasts, let us know. We'd love to hear your yeah, perspective. That's the best thing. Cause we always want to <clears throat> like talk on stuff that's obviously relatable because like yeah. people are listening and they're not going to want to listen if it's not something that's relatable or they're interested in. Exactly. So it's like, if we can get direct feedback, then it's like, that it's helpful yeah, to us for sure. It's yeah. really awesome. But yeah. All right, what are we doing for, uh, we're going to do another draft this week. And yes. since Easter's coming up, is well, actually, when this comes out, it'll have been, no, Easter's next week. Yeah, when this will come out on the 29th. So Easter will be coming up that week. We're recording week. this in November. It's November <coughs> 2020. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so Easter will be like the coming weekend. Okay. So Good Friday will be coming up in a few days when, you, when you're listening to this, depending on what time in the week or month or year you're listening to this. <laughs> but yeah, Easter's coming up. So we're going to do, um, we're going to be drafting the, the top five candies or chocolates that you want to see in your Easter basket. So picture, you know, you're seven years old, you wake up on Easter, your mom has an Easter basket for you, or you have to go find around the house. These are the top five things you want to be in your Easter basket. All right. So we got to do our rock, paper, scissors to yeah. see who has the first draft. You won the first week. I won last week. This is, this is, this is big to see who goes ahead here. Ready? Yep. Rock, paper, scissors. Yes. Dang it. One for one. You man. went rock. I went scissors. All right. Okay, you're oh, first. Now the pressure's on. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> There's two ways I want to go here, but I think I got to take this off the board. Number one draft pick, I'm going Cadbury mini uh, eggs. Yep. Cadbury mini eggs. Give me the mini eggs. Yeah. Easter's about two things, Christ and Cadbury mini eggs. That's, That's right. what it's about. <laughs> Can't mess around. Ah, that was going to be my top pick. I'm Pretty pumped to... with that one. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to have to go with, for my first one, I'll go same brand, but I'll take the Cadbury cream. Oh. Yeah, I had to do it. I knew that was going to be on your list. Yeah. So I'll take the Cadbury cream egg. Not as good as the mini eggs, in my opinion. Agree. But it's still a great Easter treat. Dude, you know what's weird with the Cadbury mini eggs? I tried, um, oh, what brand was it? It was like Hershey's. I think it was Hershey's had their own mini eggs. Trash. It was so bad. Cadbury has has the corner on that I one. know. I don't know how it's so much better. I don't, I don't think there's a single other chocolate or candy that is so addicting. 
Yeah. I can you only think cannot, of one other one. Which one? I'm, I'm going to draft oh. it later, so I can't say it, but I'll let you know it's when I say trash. it. I'm just saying, you, you cannot eat one Cadbury <laughs> no. mini egg. Oh, no. You have to eat a bag. Like, you, you can't stop once you start. So and when you're good. done, you have to rinse out your mouth. Because oh, if the yeah. taste is still in your mouth, yeah. you just crave it. There's mm-hmm. drugs in there for sure. Sometimes... I I'll get like cuts in my mouth too from like the little yes. shells, the little fragments. They get caught up in the corner of your like gums yeah. and stuff. They'll do a number on you. No pain, <laughs> no gain. <laughs> All right. Okay, two directions here, but I think I'm gonna go. I'm going with the Reese Reese's peanut butter eggs. Ooh, okay. I'm going with those with the eggs, so chocolate nice. peanut butter. Something about the egg format. Yeah, it's just a little better for me. I think it's a better ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. So see, I was gonna say the opposite because I actually had. I was gonna debate if I could. I wasn't gonna if if I could pick, but I didn't know because it wasn't the Easter theme. I, I was gonna do the Reese's peanut butter cups, the times two, the double thick oh, ones. Okay, where it's the double thick, but I don't know. I'm gonna go different because that's too close to yours. All right. Um. So number two, this is, it's chocolate. It's not necessarily like Easter specific, but this, in my opinion, is the other like most addictive chocolate and maybe probably even more so than mini eggs for me. Blasphemy. Lindor's. Oh. The Lindor chocolate. I had on dude. my short list. I had on my short oh, list. Oh, they're so good. They are, they're I, bomb. Oh, I, I can't stop eating them. That <laughs> little, the, how the middle is like softer. Oh, yeah. It's heaven. Do you go dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate? macadamia like which, which one do you I'll do i'll rotate but the milk chocolate like the red oh, is my favorite you can't go wrong yeah absolutely oh so good oh yeah, man i could eat so, so many of those okay so for my third pick i'm going keeping it super easter here leaning into the theme i'm going with the lint chocolate bunnies mm, okay i like the lint chocolate bunnies it's good same company that makes lindor so you're getting good quality chocolate plus i love cracking the do you eat the ears first or last I go ears first. Me too. Crack yep. the ears off, eat them first. You kind of feel a little bit like a serial killer a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going Lynn Chocolate Bunnies. I love the shape, okay. love the taste, everything. Lynn Chocolate Bunnies, that's my third pick. All right. For my third pick, I'm going to go with the Starburst Jelly Beans. Nice. So they're Good very pick. colorful. They mm-hmm. look like Easter eggs and they're absolutely delicious. I'm not not crazy on just straight up jelly beans. But the Starburst pack a little bit more of a punch with they the do. flavor. I had them on my list too. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the Starburst Jelly Beans. All right, I gotta take uh, some inventory. See where I'm at here. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna go with another just straight chocolate pick. Maybe not the most Easter thing, but if it's in my Easter basket, I'm pumped. Uh, you took Lindor, but for me, maybe not close second, but it is a second. It's in there. I'm going Ferrero Rochers. Oh, okay. I love those. Love a little crunch, the centerpiece. I'm going with a Ferrero Rocher. It's a great chocolate. Can't can't mess with it. See, I'm not big on the. I don't like the crunchy texture. It does. You don't me like a, anything. You know, you know me. I like I like everything mush. I could be on pureed diet. I'd be fine. You basically are. Yeah. If I could eat Nate if I could eat mashed potatoes and pureed chicken every night, I'd be in heaven. Nate's bicuspids haven't touched each other in twelve years. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I freaking love soft foods. I'll be great in a nursing home. You won't he, need dentures until you're two hundred. I know. Even like even like pad thai and stuff like that. When it has nuts on it, ruins it for me. <laughs> I don't want to have to like chew crunchy stuff when it's like a nice noodle. Just outrageous. Yeah. Well, okay. Team Crunchy Peanut Butter all the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are Crunchy yeah. Peanut Butter. Um, it defeats the whole name of butter, but. <laughs> um, okay. So for my next one. Get out of my house. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm going to go with another peanut butter. Peanut butter M&M's. The M&M's. Not, now, of course, not the ones with the crunchy peanut butter, but the red bag where it has the smooth peanut butter in it. Those are the ones I like. See, again, the yellow bag is the one that's way <laughs> you better. You like those better? The yellow bag uh, is elite. No. 
Yellow bag is the best Eminem there is. Oh no! Definitely. Let me know this week. Tell me. I know the Yellow Bag gang is strong. No, I definitely, I definitely like the uh, the Red Bag. Those are those are another addictive. I why chocolate and peanut butter? Just, oh, whoever a, paired that together the first time was it's a great combo. It really is. It's hard to beat. Okay, this last pick. I know I'm. I'm gonna take hate for this. Mm. I know I'm gonna catch heat for this, but you know what? I'm nothing if I'm not true to myself. So, I'm go. I don't even know what brand they are. I don't think they are a brand. I'm going those generic, solid chocolate eggs with the foil oh. wrappers that you get from like the dollar store. Yeah, I know. I'm what you're talking, talking about. everybody and their mother makes them, and they're like they're a dime a dozen. They're thrown in on the bottom of the Easter basket. Most people trade them away. I stand by the fact that they're very good. So those they're solid chocolate egg shaped. I like them. They also have a 47 year shelf life, so they're oh, very huh? convenient. I still have some for my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my when I was my Easter when I was six years old, I still have some left over. Those yeah. things don't go bad. No, it's insane. Hey, number one in my hearts, number yeah. one in <laughs> my shelf. Okay, for my last pick, I'm gonna throw curveball here. And some people might be upset by this and say, well, it's not Easter. It's my Easter basket. I can pick what I want. <laughs> I do what it. I want. And I'm going to go with the mini bags of Miss Vicky's sweet chili and sour cream <laughs> chips. Because I'm a chip guy. I'll take chips over chocolate any day. And if I have a, if I have an Easter basket, I want some chips. I need some salt with the sweet. You got to break it up a little bit. Exactly. And Miss Vicky's sweet chili and sour cream is one of the <laughs> best chip flavors of all time. It's hard to beat. So. If I knew this was a chip draft, kettle man. cooked, kettle cooked. Oh, those also cut my mouth up. Oh, those will slit dude, the if, side of your mouth. That's uh-huh. gonna be a new challenge. You have to eat a ba- full bag of mini eggs and then go straight into a full bag of Miss Vicky's. Your tongue will be sandpaper for yeah, it'd a week. Be shredded, it'd be peeling. My dad still can't eat sour things because he, <laughs> he ate so many Miss Vicky's sea salt and vinegar. He burnt the top three Dude, layers he, off his tongue. He actually messed up his mouth. If he eats anything, I, you could put a droplet of vinegar in something. And it's like, oh, <laughs> Dude, mine's so tart. Mine is, he is going to say that. He always says tart. Yeah. That's my favorite. You give him something that's the littlest oh. tiny bit sour. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> so Oh, it's tart. Yeah, Please it's been that. ever since that day. He ate, he ate like back-to-back bags of uh, those sea salt and vinegar chips, and it just ruined him. And we're talking party-sized bags. Yeah, party-sized. <laughs> just absolutely ruined him. I think so. that was the peak of his life. It's all, it's all been downhill <laughs> yeah, since yeah. then. So be careful. Those can do a number on you if you're eating them. But yeah, so I think those would... Uh, I'd have to throw the chips in there. I like it. I like it. All right, let's go ahead. Let's uh, recap our Easter basket here. So I'm gonna, I got number one, I'm going uh, Cadbury mini eggs. Number two, I got the Reese's peanut butter eggs. Uh, number three, I got the Lint chocolate bunnies. And number four, I'm going Ferrero Rocher. And number five, I'm going generic solid chocolate foil wrapper eggs. What's your list? I will say I feel like your list is definitely more eastery than mine, so I'll have to give you. But a you point have some there. solid, some I solid do have some snacks. Picks, but okay, so my number one Cadbury cream egg, uh, number two Lindor chocolates, can't get enough of them. Number three Starburst jelly beans, number four peanut butter M and M's, the red bag superior trash. And then last but not least, the mini bags. If you want to put a large bag in, I'll kiss you on the lip. <laughs> mini bag of the Miss Vicky sweet chili and sour cream. To give me a little salt with this. If you sweet. eat a large bag, nobody wants to kiss you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But that breath will be kicking. Yeah. Now I'm hungry, though. I do have to say that I'm very proud of us. There are two things that didn't make it on even of our list, and I'm extremely happy about it. Number one is Skittles. Oh, yeah. If you like Skittles, then... Yeah. 
I don't even know what to tell you. So that's a bad choice. I'm glad none of us picked Skittles. The other thing I'm super happy didn't make on our list, Peeps. Oh, those are disgusting. Those Thank are you. terrible. Not good. No, not Easter or not, I don't care what kind of shape or flavor it is. I don't want to eat Peeps. No. They look cool and they look good in the garbage. Yeah, they're disgusting and they go stale after two days. <laughs> okay, but just before we send this out, what it, non-Easter aside, if you're getting, what's like your top candy? If you're just going into Bulk Barn and going buck wild. Oh, Bulk Barn. So yeah. you're not talking like buying it from like... Uh, well, just anything. Like any candy. You go to a candy shop or like the candy section at the snack shop at Walmart. If I'm going to Bulk Barn, my answer is different. If I'm going to Bulk Barn, I, I want like uh, I want like peach rings mm. or those sour watermelon things. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Those are amazing. Yep. But if I'm going to like the dollar store to buy like a prepackaged candy, yellow label peanut M&M's. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're my number good. one. Is that your movie theater? That's your snack yeah. of choice? Yeah. Because I put the peanut M&Ms in the popcorn. Oh, okay. That's the one. Nice. Now, do you ever do the seasoning on the popcorn or do you just go straight butter? Like, you um, know, you can get the salt and yeah, vinegar or the so, cheddar. Yeah, sometimes I will. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. If I'm doing with uh, with chocolate, probably not. I mm. think that's a weird combination. Eh, maybe. But if I'm just doing the popcorn, yeah, I'll mess around with the yeah. seasonings a little bit. It can be good. So I'll definitely go. If I'm going to go seasoning on the popcorn, I'll probably go salt and vinegar. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best option. What about you? Mm, I'm a sour guy, so I, I'm i going to go Sour Cherry Blasters yep. and Sour Patch Kids. Yep. Those are... Sour Patch Kids would probably be number one. They're so good. And then movie theater, I usually go both because I'm a pig. I get a pack of Sour Patch Kids, pack of Red Bag Peanut peanut Butter M&Ms, and then popcorn. Popcorn. And then, you, you have to eat the and popcorn. then a Coke Zero. Coke, I was just just, say, uh, Coke dude, we haven't been to a movie theater in so long. <laughs> I know it's actually it's crazy. Making me miss it, but. I don't even know what's been playing. Like, oh, I have no idea. I, yeah, I couldn't tell you if there's if a movie's come out in the last twelve months. I could not t- tell you which one. Like, yeah. I, Tenet. I know that. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's yeah. the only movie I can I know have come out. In yeah, the last a lot year. of the like big blockbuster ones they push back. Yeah. I feel like so. It's the dark days, man. Yeah, for real. Rough times, but crazy. Well, let us know what your go-to snack is, what your go-to Easter basket would be. Uh, Let us know whose basket you'd be more happy to waking up on Resurrection Sunday. (laughs) But uh, Nate, anything else before we wrap up the pod? No, I don't think so. Just hope everyone has a good good week. Hope uh, everyone's doing well. Stay positive. Stay, uh, I was going to give some motivational speech, just completely drew a blank. I got nothing. Yeah. It's hard when, uh, I'd be a terrible coach when you just got to come up with something in the locker room to fire up the boys. <laughs> I'd just be like, yeah, all right, boy. Like, I wouldn't be, I'd, I'd come up with nothing. Coach Nate. Yeah. There it is. Signing off from Coach Nate. Well, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support over these last 10 episodes. We hope you guys have enjoyed it and uh, look forward to catching you guys for the next 10. Uh, this has been Baggy Tights and we'll catch you guys next week.